We're good to go, Nicole. Did you get the new link? Yeah, so we put a new link up. So she's uh, already good to go, Nicole. Did you get the new link? Yeah, yeah so we yeah. put a new link up. So she's uh, already good to go, Nicole. Did you get the new link? Yeah, yeah so we yeah. put a new link up. So she's uh, already good to go, Nicole. Did you get the new link? Yeah, yeah so we yeah. put a new link up. So she's uh, already good to go, Nicole. Did you get the new link? Yeah, yeah so we yeah. put a new link up. So she's uh, already good to go, Nicole. Did you get the new link? Yeah, yeah so we yeah. put a new link up. So she's uh, already good to go, Nicole. Did you get the new link? Yeah. Right. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back to 90 Degree Turns, where we expand the minds, beliefs, and perspectives of the collective and awaken the sleeping many. I'm your host, Trisha Mart. I'm muted the whole time, aren't I? No. Nope. I am. It's just muted. Oh, okay, do it again. Sorry, I'm going to do it again. Okay. Can everyone hear me? Can you guys give me a 5 by 5 in the chat, please? Okay, thank you. All right, guys. Hey, everyone. My name is Trisha Margus, and welcome back to 90 Degree Turns, where we expand the minds, beliefs, and perspectives of the collective while awakening the sleeping many. So I have the pleasure today of speaking with Nicole Frolic. She is an intuitive coach, author, speaker, host of the Enlighten Up podcast, creator of her vulnerability series called Raw and Real, her growing community and program called Alchemy, and her newly launched weekly Starseed Tech Activation classes. Nicole uses the wisdom from her current life and past experiences, as well as her intuitive capacity to guide others um, through their own awakening and healing journey. Using a variety of different techniques and methods, she'll help you discover and clear your blocks and limitations that hold you back from vibrating in full abundance and expanding your own intuitive capacity. So her latest project, Starseed Technology Activation Classes, are designed to physically take you from awakening to ascension. Your body houses the most powerful technology on earth and it's embedded in your DNA. Activating your own Starseed tech can open up the intuitive gateway to many of your gifts and abilities. We utilize the technology of our bodies through our breathwork, movement, mantras, activation integrations, sound healing, and meditations to help you serve your missions and purpose on this planet. So, Nicole, I am so excited to have you on today to the show. Welcome, welcome. I know it's been a little while since we have hung out uh, back in Sedona and then on James's roundtable for the winter solstice in December. Yeah, I know. Well, it's great to be here on your show, and it's good to see you again. I miss, I miss hanging out with you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, me too. It's always wonderful when we get, like, high-vibe people like, together in, like, the physical, because just the conversations that flow are like unimaginable and it's just it's beautiful it's a wonderful beautiful collective to be a part of it is and i feel like we 
reactivate one another, we start opening up one another, you know, and just, it was so funny that night we were sitting around the table with you and Mason and Alexis and Jace and I, and it just seemed like all of a sudden there was one being coming through, one person and another being coming through and then another message. And it was just like download central. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is so amazing. It's like we had our own little subway station. Everyone was stopping by to just bring yeah, exactly. in the activations yeah. and information and new like connections, right? It's, oh yeah, it's an amazing time. So I'm just, I'm so happy to at least be able to chat with you here on this live stream. And thank you everyone here for joining us in the chat and whoever's here watching, please like, subscribe and share the video. So. Nicole, let's get down into it. So what have you been up to lately? Um, they're saying that my mic is really muffled. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. One second, guys. Is it? It sounds good on, on our end here. Yeah. Um, let's see in the chat. It's really quiet, muffled. You turn your mic up. Uh, is there like a volume key for your mic or anything that... Um, no, like it's, it's, a, it's pretty, it's the same, to, um, like volume that I always have it at. So, okay. okay. I'm not sure. Let me just, I mean, you hear me. Okay. Right. No problem. Yeah. So I'm super quiet. Hmm. Has anything changed now? We... Oh, it's better. It's better. It's better. Okay. okay. Good. Okay. Awesome. Okay, great. So um, now that we got the, we? <laughs> the tech out of the way, what have, what have you been up to lately? I know that you're starting the Starseed activation, a technology activation program that you have. It's like a weekly course, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And actually, um, what's really cool about it is one of the girls in my alchemy program uh, approached me that she really, she loves, you know, when we listen to various different channelers, whether it's me or someone else, we bring all these messages, whether they're from the Palladians or the Syrians or, you know, Blue Avians or whoever it is. And they bring these beautiful messages and it's great for people to receive them. But then a lot of people aren't sure exactly what to do with that message or how to integrate that message. And what we're here for on this path of ascension is to really bring the higher self or higher awareness and descend it into the physical body which means the more we do that, the more we activate our, uh, our own star C technology, which is our DNA. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to uh, collaborate with me to create this class where we could have people meet up for an hour and we take them through this class where we start out, I usually start off with a meditation. Um, I connect us to a specific star system. Uh, last, or this week we connected to the feline, um, the feline beings. Uh, specifically with the Sirius star system. And we had two different feline beings coming through uh, that were working with us. And she then leads us through a class of breath work and mantras. We use sound, sound healing um, movement where we do different movements to clear our auras and clear our energy fields, strengthen things. And we also will work with the um, astrology of that moment. So we worked with the full moon that was just um, today. <laughs> and uh, we worked with those energies with it being in Leo, which is really cool. So we brought in the feline, um, the feline beings in representation of uh, Leo and used that to empower us and to open the heart chakra and allow the inner child through. And it was probably my favorite class we've done to date. We started on the 1221 portal, which was great but it's just it's so cool and so i'm loving that and kathy who's partnered with me she's doing a great job of leading everyone through that and i figured you know 
we need to start putting things into motion here. We need to be grounding this and activating more of our potential. And this is just one way that uh, we're trying to help um, everyone out there who's interested to activate their own star seed technology. And what it does is it opens up your intuition. It allows you to connect uh, faster. So that's kind of one of the ways that um, I'm trying to help 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 people out there. <laughs> no, it's awesome. And it definitely sounds like you guys are kind of going through all the different uh, potentials of what we need to activate, right? You're using sound, you're using breath work, you're using mantras, you're getting the whole mind, body, spirit into one concise place, like workshop, essentially, um, yeah. on a weekly basis, so people can continue to activate that DNA and change who they are, right, to who they want to become. Um, they're saying my, my sound, I don't know what's going on. It's louder. So it's louder now. It's fine. Do I need to like be eating my mic? Is that what I need to do? <laughs> um, oh my is there like a sensitivity on the mic? Maybe you could change. Well, it's good. It's good. Okay, I guess we're good. People are saying it's good now. Okay, we're good. We're good. All right. Sorry, okay. it is the first live stream. Um, so okay. please. So please. I'm, I'm just gonna eat the mic tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if I'm really close to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so um, I'm just gonna bring the mic right up. All right, so I guess we'll we'll continue we'll continue on, guys. Thank you for the patience. Uh, this is my first live, so it's there's gonna be a little bit some hiccups. Okay, so um, all right, Nicole. So that's awesome. So tell us, can you tell us more about these like lion beings then? Because I know many people have a big curiosity with uh, like you know the movie Avatar and just the general lion beings, the feline beings, I mean, they have a very unique presence, I'm sure. What is your experience with them? Well, um, I've only recently started connecting with them uh, more this, well, not this year, 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually uh, have quite a bit of feline um, past lives. And uh, so um, it's funny, it's interesting, in one of my Akashic records, it came through that I would do well to tell people to visualize me as a feline or tell them it's a feline being talking to them, because people would understand me more, which I thought was like, and it's interesting, because I remember in high school and in um, university, people would tell me I looked like a lion. <laughs> um, but the feline beings, uh, typically um, the Lyran star system uh, are there, but they're also feline beings in the Sirius star system. And uh, there, it's interesting that they're coming through at this time because for all of us who know what's happening in our world right now and what's happening in America, uh, there's many times that we've heard different people say the lion will roar and the lion is actually the people. And I believe what I've received in um, transmission recently is that they're here to assist in awakening the lion within each of us to uh, remember our royalty, to remember our kingdom and to be the sovereign ruler over our kingdom. And so I believe that's why they're, um, act I, I was told that many are um, receiving feline activation codes at this time. And I've been noticing even in my alchemy group, people are getting um, uh, beings, feline beings showing up more uh, recently. And I believe that it is in correlation to the uh, the fight for freedom, the fight for liberty that we're going through right now. And so, and also the lion uh, in the, just, it represents the heart chakra. 
And so we're at a place right now where we've really got to open up. We've really got to activate the heart um, in order to uh, really be able to step into 5D living and to really activate ourselves more into that fifth dimensional living. And I believe that that's part of the role that they're playing in um, coming to people, whether it's in their dreams, uh, their meditations, uh, channeling, uh, that sort of thing. So, Yeah, well, I think ex what you're saying is absolutely true. And, and, and we have right now, you said we're in the Leo moon, right? So it's almost like a double whammy of like feline energy coming through for us to really yeah. like step on up into that role. I mean, cause you look at what a lion, what does a pride of lions do? They have this courage, they have this power to them. They're respected. Like the people have to become respected. You know, we're not supposed to be just slaves on this no. planet. And in order to have that respect, we have to finally respect ourselves yes. and get off our knees and start commanding the change that we've been hoping for, wishing for, yes. you know, we are the change. We are, we're, we're the, it's, it's us who's going to make this happen. Absolutely. And it's nice to see, I'm seeing people really step into their power. I'm starting to see people realize what's possible out there, that there are many avenues that none of us really even know about to explore. And I feel like that's being activated. Uh, one of the beings that came to me on Monday night in the activation class was a male, there was a male, a masculine and a and a feminine um, being, a feline being. And the masculine showed up to me in my third eye as an outlined lion, all in blue flames. And um, it just came bounding into my third eye. And what it, it, what it was doing was projecting itself into all of our hearts. And it asked for us to uh, ignite the blue flame within the heart chakra. And within the within the blue flame, the lion was was doing circles, almost like creating a vortex of feline energy and activating codes within the heart chakra. It was really wild, and so um, they come in different ways to assist us and to help us activate uh, different parts of us that we that are potentially lying dormant. But it's time now. It's time now that all of this comes online. Wow, that is that is beautiful so did you see this during a meditation or did it just kind of channel through to you how does it, it come for you it um this particular one came through while i was initiating the starseed technology class i mm. thought i was only going to have the, the feminine feline who came to me in meditation the night before she was very beautiful actually and um very regal uh the, and i could see full facial features this one was more of an outlined being and it was masculine and it just came just as we started the class and i started it came it started coming in and i was like oh what's going on here and so um next thing i know i saw it in my heart and i'm like oh it shrunk itself into my heart that's interesting and it said no i'm projecting into your heart so i was like oh mm. okay that makes more sense <laughs> mm. um so yeah that's that's kind of like how it all came in sometimes i'll know ahead of time and other times uh it happens like for instance the class before that on the 111 portal i had a completely new being show up in my third eye and before I started the class, I was being told through my guides, put your left hand over your heart and start tapping your third eye. And so I just started doing that, doing that. And the next thing I know, there's a completely masculine ET who's shown up and um, he was a humanoid. He, but again, very similar to this lion being, um, I only saw the outline of him 
no facial features, and he was glowing platinum um, um, energy all around him, but his skeletal system was also glowing. And so I saw all of the skeletal system um, glowing from him. And uh, he said that uh, he was there to bring in a level of protection and to um, also uh, bring more awareness for the Ascension timelines and the transition that humanity is finding them in. And through more understanding, I realized this is a new ET race, in essence, that not new in a sense that they're new, but new to our understanding. Mm -hmm. And they, I, I, this is what the, I was told, is that they're interested in what I'm doing and want to work with me to help bring disclosure of this new ET race. And so they're kind of Palladian, uh, but not really. They're not, they're, they kind of would have that energy, but they're not Palladian. And his name was Zatar. And so I've been trying to connect with Zatar more to um, bring in whatever the, their message is. But as of right now, I know that um, they've said that they're exactly the way I perceive them uh, with that platinum silver energy, very humanoid, very, um, I, I don't know how to say it, like athletic fit build, you okay. know, yeah. um, strong like a muscular build. build like a and they're here to assist in the transition. So, so, so just to put a pause real quick, when you said the skeletal system, do you mean like the skeletal build or like the frame of the being? No, I mean like you could see the bones, like whatever was that, like it showed like actual skeletal, like glowing through the the body. Like I could, oh. I, it was, it, it's oh, almost it was like, like the energy of where the bones were was. Like what yeah. someone would imagine like an x-ray to appear to be? Yes, Something like yes. That. And that's why I was like, am I seeing this correctly? Yeah, okay. They confirmed that yes, I was. Wow, okay. And then so when, when you have these, when you're able to connect with these beings, how, what, like, how, what sensation, do you get a sensation? Is it physical? Is it through your third eye? Does it come through like you can hear them? What ESP uh, comes um, I get a, you? It's very visual for me. I get a, I'm a very visual person. So seeing things in my third eye is quite um, natural for me. Mm. Uh, I will get telepathic messages. So they're, they'll download messages telepathically. And I will get sensations like certain parts of my body may activate if uh, to bring my awareness into something. Uh, so they'll communicate that way. Interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm. so, so with these beings, they're here to essentially, you're connected with them for them to guide you to then do the work that you're doing with all the different programs you have going on and to essentially help the collective find their like core and their From power. From what I understand, into the world. Is, this is kind of new for me because I didn't know I was going to be going this route, guys. I totally didn't plan this. Um, apparently, I'm my part of my path is to bring disclosure. And I didn't okay. even know I was going to be part of that. I honestly didn't. I thought I was like, I'm just going to be there doing my, all my channeling and you know, some tarot readings and downloads and things like that. But what's starting to come through more, I'm starting to connect with a lot of beings. Like over the summer, the Blue Avians made contact. And um, uh, on the Lion's Gate, I made contact with the Blue Avians. And then they came in again closer to the 1221 portal. Mm -hmm. um, the, the feline race, this new race, uh, the reptilians. I have a reptilian guide, uh, very, very gentle. And I've had a lot of reptilian past lives um to understand uh what how they work and what they're doing um so i'm getting a lot of activity from the galactic 
a lot of galactic activity is what I'm getting. And so I, I, from what I understand, I'm supposed to assist in the disclosure of certain things. And, and I gotta say, I'm telling you guys, this is new for me. Like I literally only have understood this in the last couple of weeks. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I'm almost kind of still in shock because I didn't think that was going to be part of my path. Um, I was not prepared for this, but, um, a few weeks ago, I was driving in my car. I had just met up with a girlfriend for coffee and I was driving home and I was on the road that leads to my home. Like I'm only a couple minutes away. And, um, all of a sudden as I'm driving, I go through a red, not a red light. I went through a traffic light. <laughs> it was green. I swear it was green. <laughs> and all of a sudden my reality distorted and I didn't know where I was and I didn't understand any of my surroundings and I was still driving. And I'm like, okay, where am I? What happened? I don't, how come I don't recognize anything? And I was like, okay, Nicole's fine. Just keep driving, just keep driving. And then finally, like everything just like snapped and I like, all the surroundings came back normal and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I'm here. Okay, I'm just two minutes from the house. Like, what, what was that? And um, I've later come to understand that I would, that was um, an ET contact um, mm -hmm. that I was being made contact with. They were distorting my reality to let me know that they're there. And um, it was interesting. So what I've been told is that Sometimes we get the 333 on the clock or the 1111. They just chose to distort my entire reality while I was driving um, and just to let them let me know that they're there. And I think I'm going to be experiencing more contact. So we'll see. I mean, have you read any of like Dolores's books? Because in her in her work, Dolores Cannon, she talks about where people are they it's more in relation to like abductions but people kind of get taken out of their reality for like a brief moment. They're not conscious of a, uh, consciously aware of it happening. And then they get plopped back in. So it sounds like you had that, but you were able to consciously retain that I information. Thought, yeah, I thought that might be what it was initially. Mm -hmm. But then I was told that it wasn't, um, mm -hmm. that it was con contact was being made. And that they just, that's the way they chose to do it. To with approach you. it. Okay. <laughs> So, so when like when you when you have these different beings, how do you know which ones are um, benevolent or malevolent or or even like with with reptilians? Many people kind of paint them with a blanket brush that they're all evil, right? And and so there's a lot of I would say it's just a t new territory for humankind to really give into these like the depths of who these other beings are and what they're here to do and their different personalities and experiences. So what is, uh, what would you like to say to that? Um, yeah. So just like with anything, there's light and dark. Yeah. <laughs> certain races tend to lean a little more dark and certain races tend to lean a little more light, but with all there's going to be, um, you can't have the light without the dark. And so, uh, yeah, I would say that predominantly we have more of the darker side of the reptilian race here that is um, working with Earth. But uh, from what I understand, though, there are very loving and compassionate and gentle reptilian beings, very wise as well, carry a lot of ancient wisdom. And uh, one made contact with me um, while I was in my Akashic records with my inner child. And uh, I believe this reptilian being is 
trying to assist me in remembering some of the ancient wisdom from my heritage. And this is coming from like past life heritage. Now, for me personally, when I'm making contact, uh, because I work really hard at maintaining my spiritual hygiene, I can usually pick up on an energy if it's um, if its intentions are malevolent or benevolent. Mm. And I think part of that is, is unfortunately, I've had to learn the hard way, which I think a lot of us do, is I've had to engage with a lot of deceptive energy and had to learn the hard way by having um, experiencing certain attacks and learning how to take my sovereignty back and create healthier boundaries for myself. And by doing that, by interacting with those energies, though, I now know what to look out for. I now know what they feel like. And so sometimes, you know, we have to engage with those darker energies in order to understand what they are and who they are when they show up. So I've gone through a couple of really tough lessons uh, with that. And so now I and, and also I I know I have extremely good protection with my team. Um, they've been working really hard. I have a specific Syrian guide um, who he's I think he showed up in Sedona, guys. <laughs> Really? His energy is very like, let's get it done. Let's go. Um, you need to do this. You need to do that. And he's uh, basically very logical and making sure that I'm getting everything in order for me to feel grounded, safe and at home with all of my things that are going on in my life. And I have to say, I am only probably weeks away, not even like just a couple of weeks away from making all of that happen. And it's been they uh he said that he um they're using syrian manifestation technology that um works in the ethers to help me manifest what i need and i've been trying to manifest for actually years now but it's just been a really slow process and um he's come through to tell me that um it doesn't need to be this slow anymore and he's was like look pedal to the metal this is what you need to do and so um that's been kind of coming through and he's a very strong presence behind me now. It's it's interesting for anyone who knows my channel and knows my work. One of the big healing things I've had to go through through healing with my inner child and the sexual abuse that I went through as a kid um, is who has my back mm -hmm. and he's really had my back and it's really um, kind of shifted the way I perceive things now. And I feel like I have a really nice masculine presence behind me. Um, and I, I can feel him. Like he's here right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's 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 amazing that you're able to have that kind of presence around and and to really connect with and to hear not here but to to know that they have your back and that you're able to do you're able to do your own work and your healing that has brought you to this point. So I mean, for maybe for the audience, I'm sure there's people who are probably in the beginning stages of discovering. The, to are identifying different kinds of beings that are out there and uh, what would you suggest would be some kind of advice for people that want to make contact and have this connection or they're already receiving it and and they want to kind of like double check that the beings that they're connecting with are benevolent um that's a great question i think that uh first and foremost you have to be looking at your own shadow work if you're not willing to look at your own shadow work, you're never going to spot this stuff. Uh, that's why going into your own darkness is absolutely vital and key. 
aside from the fact that the entire ascension um, path is is healing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, you've got to go into your own darkness and you've got to get comfortable with the dark so that when it does show up, you know how to handle it. Um, It's about creating boundaries. So a lot of us, a lot of us are empathic, right? Um, We feel a lot. And one of the biggest lessons that empaths have to go through is to learn that they don't actually have to feel everything in order to be intuitive. And you don't have to allow every kind of um, energetic thing to hit your field and you've got to feel it all. It's like, that's not some sort of medal of honor that you want to wear as an empath. You actually want to have boundaries so that you can filter in, like, what do you want to use to, to feel your way through things? And what do you not want to take on? Because you certainly don't want to take on other people's stuff that is negative. And so it's important to start understanding healthy boundaries, not be not feeling like you need to be the martyr and take on everyone else's stuff in order for them to feel better that by teaching proper boundaries to yourself you teach others how to maintain a healthier um, energetic field and that that is one of the most important things that you can do when you have those things in place i feel like you then are in a really good place to start navigating some of the other deeper layers to all of this yeah Definitely. And that shadow work, I think, is pivotal, pivotal, pivotal for anyone who's trying to do healing and to kind of gain, broaden their awareness and expand their consciousness more so. Because if you don't look at the darkness, everything can look all like love and light is everywhere. But that's like, it's almost, it's like a false light in some way. Because if you don't look at the darkness, you're not looking at the full picture. Yeah, you're spiritually bypassing. Your spirit, exactly. You're spiritually bypassing. Mm-hmm. And so you need to see that and to work through it. And I, I will say it's a lot harder than uh, just saying, like, yeah, you look at your shadow. It's going to be fine. It's, it's a lot of work. It truly is. Uh, it is. It and- is. But I think in, if you really want something, you've got to put in the effort to match yes. what it is that you want. And sometimes we think that um, it's just supposed to happen. And sometimes it does for people because it's part of their soul contract. You know, they're awakening to certain abilities spontaneously and it's part of that contract. Um, But for the most part, we have to put in the effort. We have to do the healing. We have to show like that we literally mean business and we're down here to do the work. And part of the journey isn't just about like having the gifts. It's about believing in yourself that you have the gifts and then strengthening and, and, and um, bringing yourself back into empowerment so you know how to use those gifts. Because trust me, if your gifts were turned on and you didn't really know how to use them, it's like giving a gun to a three-year-old. Yeah, That's what it's like and people don't realize that. You know, like if your gifts turn on, you got to have responsibility and you've got to know like your own boundaries and where are your intentions? You know, you have to like come come from things with a really pure intention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that is so important. So as soon as you start to have your and this is another thing I've seen it happen to people that you've got they've got these amazing gifts and then they, you know, like ego starts to step in. Maybe some fame starts to like take over and they start to lose their gifts. Mm. And some people, and and this isn't directed to anyone, this is just a general statement, but you'll see that you can tell they're not actually connecting to what they were connecting to before, but they're putting on a facade because they don't want to face the fact that they've lost that connection. Have you seen that before? I I have seen it. And this is also, it's not 
specifically about anyone, no. but but you can tell when people go kind of like stray off the path slightly because their life changes for them in, in in quite drastic ways it seems, you know. But they don't you don't want to like take change the way the perception of your of how people see you is so drastically you know so it's definitely something to be wary of but i think the key point is that to know is that you won't just because you're slightly off the path doesn't mean that you can't go back on it exactly right? it's just becoming then realigned recentered with our core with our heart like just becoming truly centered in who we are to get back into that and then like, like the internal world reflects the external Right, so the more we are able to, you you know this with the the biohacking that that you do, and I mean, the more we're able to connect with our internal world and to really understand, like on a cellular level, an emotional level, all the really really detailed levels, the external world will directly reflect that, and it'll become life will be a little easier. You know, it won't always be sunshine and rainbows, but especially yeah, this year. Yeah, <laughs> and the whole part is is that. When we talk about the feminine energy, the feminine energy is our intuitive side, right? It's our abstract side. It's the side that's um, where we'll allow, be able to access all of these um, intuitive energies. Um, well, what is the feminine energy? Uh, the feminine energy is surrender, letting go. And a lot of times, if we can start to move into our healing, we become very vulnerable. And if you become very vulnerable, you become you allow yourself to be in a place where you're just letting go. And that's what really opens you up intuitively. At least that's what I've personally found. I don't know about you, Trish, but um, it helps you align with those feminine energies more and allows you to become a um, like a channel, literally a channel to receive all of the energies that are out there that are just waiting to be received. A lot of them we're blocking out. It's not like they're not there. It's just we're kind of blocking them out because we're trying to control things or manipulate it unknowingly how mm -hmm. just through our programmed ways of living in the system. And energetic um, blockages too. I mean, that'll definitely block any kind of channel, literal channels that yeah. have the river flow, you know, of energy. Yeah. So being vulnerable and being able to let go and surrender into your own healing, to me, is one of the easiest ways to start um, increasing your own intuitive abilities. That's wonderfully said. I couldn't agree more. I know that, and 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 I've, it's interesting because I feel like when when we're on this like spiritual path, right? Like, there's never a point that comes that you're like, oh, I'm finally done. It never the work never really ends. It's a constant like. Uh, when they call it like a, a water rapid, you know, like the white water rapids, but it is. It, I mean, there's times where it's going to be quite intense and then it's going to be nice and calm again. And we just have to keep on flowing. And that surrender, I think, is a very big part of it, regardless if we're, you're identified as a man or a woman. Tapping into the masculine energy and the feminine energy on a balanced scale is really, really pivotal to absolutely like the forward motion that our collective is going towards. It's the yeah, pendulum you use swings. your masculine energy to create your boundaries. You create, you use your masculine energy to um, protect yourself, mm -hmm. uh, to assert yourself and uh, to say no where you need to say no and say yes where you should be saying yes. And when you can integrate that beautifully with the feminine surrender, and it's just, oh, when those two energies are dancing in harmony, it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Nicole, what do you think then, like the illusion of the powers to kind of switch gears slightly here? It looks like like the bubble of our world and the illusions that are happening they're they're slowly unraveling. And so someone just has like a needle and they're just going to just pop it any day. I mean, what do you think is going on with the world and the energies that 
that we see, it looks like on a daily basis that we have to deal with a whole new event of something else that is catastrophic to the world or to the collective in a way that people wake up further and further. Yeah, we're witnessing what has, we've all been feeling on an energetic level, right? The energetic level, as you know, and I'm sure a lot of people in your audience know, is where all, everything takes place first. And then it takes a little time to come down into this physical uh, manifestation because it's a lot more dense here. So, uh, but I think what we're starting to witness is what many of us felt and have understood, and, and a lot of us have been working energetically to assist in the, um, I guess, the the collapse of the, uh, the, the system, powers. right? And those who believe they hold power. And we're watching that happen in real time right now. Yeah. I feel like we're watching what energetically has already taken place is now starting to happen physically. And I don't think there's a break on this train. (laughs) I don't think there's a break. I've got the exact same feeling where I think the ride is just going to keep on going, but it'll it'll eventually... Regardless of what's, if there's, if you, if people like to look at things in duality, right? So there's all these different sides to be a part of. Wherever anyone stands on the spectrum, I think eventually we're going to come to that same like pyramid point of understanding. Um, you know, yeah. and, and that takes time. You know, the systems that we're in have been around for quite a long time and they know how to manipulate consciousness and psychologically, emotionally, all the layers that you can imagine. It's very well tuned. And you have to give them some credit for how well it, it is playing out, you know. But but the human spirit, right, is what we have to really take to heart and to understand that that's is what's waking up. People are realizing the facade and the darkness, and it's all good. The darkness isn't something, neg- I mean, it can be perceived as negative, but it is there to show contrast with the light. You have to have both. Otherwise, what would you know what joy is if you don't know what sadness is and vice versa? Right? Exactly. And I'll tell you, if, you're ex- if you've experienced um, a very dark, dark period in your life, that means you're in line to experience a very light, light part of your life. Um, that's how it works. So by balancing out the energy sometimes, in order to experience that beautiful um, bliss or um, a high, pure state of love, uh, you're going to have to go into some of the really the opposite energies. Mm-hmm. And that means it's going to be really intense, like you were just talking about. Uh, and we have to understand, too, that everything's cyclical. Everything's cyclical. You can't fight that. You just As soon as you understand that and accept that and not try to fight it, uh, just know that everything's going to come in waves and there's going to be moments um, where there's lows and there's highs. But I feel that as we do our healing and we move through those different cycles that on the whole, your, your lows don't get as low, you know, like Mm -hmm. like the lows start kind of getting a little higher. Like it doesn't seem as like damning. Yeah. You know, like it's like, Oh, that sucks. But you you know how to bounce back from it versus you've got way more tools now. Yeah. You have a toolbox and you're not like stuck in the pits of like just digging your own hole. Then you're like, Oh no, I can use this as a ladder and you can get, you can get higher and higher. Yeah. Yeah. The darkness, it doesn't shine. eh, That sounds weird. It doesn't shine as dark, but it doesn't (laughs) seem like it's a void in comparison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's, that's absolutely. I, I, I agree with that. And I'm sure that many of our audience members have gone through their like dark night of the soul or maybe they're in it right now. I mean, there's there's things that I'm working on that I'm, 
it's not easy, but we're yeah. all going through it, you know? Um, and, and here's the thing, you know how you were kind of talking about that pyramid and, um, you know, we're all going to get to the same point, but maybe we're coming from it from a different side than the other. You know, I don't know about you, but with the way the whole political situation has turned out with who's in office now and who's not, <laughs> I have to say that I think that is a really interesting outcome that I wasn't expecting to have such a positive effect yes. because, you know, we think we know what the best outcome is because it seems so obvious, right? But now I'm starting to see that this is forcing people to get out of savior complex and to look to one person to solve their problems. And it's bringing a community back together. Yes. I'm seeing people come together and, and look for solutions, get creative. What are our new avenues? How do we how do we take our power back and say, you know what? I put you in office. I can take you out. Yes. You know, yes. And that energy is coming alive right now. I don't know if everyone else is feeling it, but I'm feeling it and it's giving me a lot of hope. And I don't know how this is all playing out, but what I am seeing, it makes me smile really me big too. on the inside. Me too. No, I, I completely agree. I think I wasn't expecting this, this outcome as well, but just the past few weeks, I've noticed that people are waking up in ways that they there's no other way they could have seen certain deceptions and, and manipulation tactics unless this is the way it happened right and like i think yeah. it's only going to um propel people more forward into seeing like what is truly like the truth and putting like boots on the ground right like people are going to realize like you're saying that there's no one is going to save you no one that you are the only one who can do it right and you got to start either on a local level right and then expand outwards or if you have the connections okay start from the top but the best way is to take your Local. field right expand it to the people around you have conversations and you know what makes me laugh a lot is like the silly like bernie sanders meme that's going around everywhere like the wins it's united everyone everyone it's so great I know. I know. to see it's something so simple it was, it was it's awesome. I love it so much. It makes me laugh because there's so many varieties of memes out there and they just they're they're great. And then like this whole uh, thing going on with GameStop and their stock and all that that's bringing people together on a whole other level of like humanity against the elite. And there's nothing wrong with having money, right? But there's people there's there's a difference in the way you spend energy and you spend the money in a way to help humanity or harm it, right? So people I think it's really opening their eyes to see the systems that have been in place and they're really fragile, like really fragile. They're very fragile right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like a time to really like, look, like this is a moment for the collective, you know? And it, it makes me excited because it, it might be a slow process, but at least it's happening. You know, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's very exciting. I mean, even just the past four years, five years, six, it's just been a progressive, like someone's cranking, uh, like just, and make just going faster and faster now you know it's, yeah I, I i see one foot in 5d let's defund the elite <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it might happen with what's going on in the stock market I, I, yeah <laughs> well here's the thing i think what's beautiful is what's happened over the last four years is it's been a weakening 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 of that system yes. and right now like you just said the systems are probably at their weakest this is when we have to pounce this is where that lion 
has to come in and like really like go for the prey because they're at their weakest right now. All, there's so many things exposed that there is no better time now to take action. There's an opportunity here. We can't miss it. Yeah. No, we got to act now. So I think people should be really charged up to start making connections in your local community and start finding out um, what are the avenues that you have to start um, uh, forcing forcing your government to start doing what you want versus what they want. And if they won't, how do you get them out? Yeah, because they're public servants for exactly. the people. You put them and there, you take them out. That's what people have to realize. The people you voted in, they are there, they're supposed to be there to serve the public, the yeah. people, not their own interests with backhand payments from corporate, whoever is funding. You know, and it's a it's a slight reminder, I think, to not just like the United States, but also the world to see who are we allowing to be in power? Why did the how did how did historically how did we get to this point right now? You know, and what can we do about it? But yeah. I would also say that like the first thing, like first and foremost, if we had to choose would be to look at ourselves first and heal that part. Because if we're coming from a place of extremely emotional or just lack of emotion entirely we're not going to be making the right decisions or gathering the right people that we need for this job you know so it's something to look in and then spread locally and it's just going to reverberate throughout the collective you know yeah easier said than done but i think it's waking up and it's one step at a time yeah it's It's as long as you're going forward that's all that matters (laughs) yes yes Absolutely. Yeah. So, Nicole, I would love to know, like, is there anything you want to uh, bring up that you haven't really talked about just yet? I I love hearing you talk about, like, masculine and feminine energies and the lion beings and, and your, your context and connections. It's so beautiful to hear. Is there anything else you want to you wanna bring up while we're here on this live? Or if anyone has um, any questions in the know, comments? I think it's so important for everyone to be paying attention to their dreams right now. I think our dreams are communicating a lot of information to us uh, that we may not be able to receive consciously uh, for the simple reason that we may be blocking it during our conscious state. Um, But I've been getting information, again, kind of disclosure information. Like a lot of you guys know, the day before the monument was closed, the Washington Monument, I had a very powerful dream with a very strong being who showed me how it was a power source and it wasn't what it pretended to be to the public. Mm -hmm. And we penetrated the energy field. And when we did, it was just darkness on the other side of the field. And um, I was able to go into the monument and basically, especially with what we're seeing right now happening, I mean, there's so many different things that could be happening. You could go down any kind of rabbit hole right now and it could be a possibility because <laughs> what we're seeing is so unprecedented, it's so not normal that um, anything could be happening. But I believe what I was told was being shown that the power source is being infiltrated. Uh, it's being dismantled. And, um, and I think that's why we're seeing that whole with what that represents being caged off fenced off you know basically its own prison um and and we're getting this kind of information through the dream state uh i in my alchemy program a lot of people i have a channel specifically on dreams and the stuff that people are seeing is so interesting uh the messaging that's coming through people getting specific names that they've never heard before uh 
even here's the thing too, guys, it's so important to find your community and to connect because what I've now been noticing just from observing through the Discord server in my alchemy program is that people who they've just only recently connected with in this, maybe in the last month, couple months, three months, however long they've been in the program, are now getting dreams about other people and giving them messages from their own galactic family. Like there's a lot of intuitive, you guys, there's so many intuitive people out there. You guys blow me away. Like I am so astonished with how many, like if you are so gifted, you are so gifted, (laughs) okay? Like I just wanna say that. And I love seeing people come together and it's like, it's like what we, this goes right back to the beginning of what we were talking about when we were all in Sedona, sitting around the table, we were activating one another. And I feel like the more you can find your tribe and you can either be in person or have an online community somewhere, mm-hmm. you start to build relationships where you feel safe and you, and you can trust that relationship. You guys are going to start activating one another and you start turning that on and um, you will be astonished with how fast, how much faster your awakening to things happens. It'll start catapulting it in a way that Mm -hmm. you haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And I think that um, having that community, whether it's online or physical, it it doesn't matter in what capacity because energy is energy, right? But to have that place where you can like talk and like you said, feel safe and feel like you can express in whatever way messages are coming through. It's just, it's it's amazing. Because we all have these intuitive capabilities. It's just about realizing and, and being consciously aware of them. Because we have them all. You know, some are, like you said that you have, your third eye is very open, right? Like, for me, I like, I have sensations. That's okay. kind of like intuition and like, I can feel sensations. That's, that's what like my thing is, right? And I would love to like work on my third eye. That's like something I am working towards. You know, but it's still a little hazy when I look at things. But it's all right. Like it'll it'll get there. But it's exciting. You know what? We all have like I I've got like tons of people around me who speak light language. I, I feel like yeah. I know so many people who speak light language. I'm like, I, I can't do it. I do it in my sleep, but I can't do it <laughs> when I'm awake. And it's just like it's like it's wow, just how come I can't do that? You know? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, but you forget. Oh no, but I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And that, okay, so, you know, like that's just not needed for me from me right now, you know? And I think that's where a lot of people have to understand is just because someone else is doing something doesn't mean like you're behind or mm-hmm. that you're blocked somehow. It just means that we all came in here with specific gifts and strengths and weaknesses. And we're supposed to all kind of come together to and kind of take all of those strengths and come together as a powerhouse, right? Yes where yes. we compliment one another. Yes, oh, definitely. We're all just a team together. And we take the complimentary uh, skills that we have and whatever assets and pff, come together and change the world. So yeah. it's it's amazing. And Nicole, this has been a wonderful, wonderful talk. I love everyone that's been on this chat. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Thank you for any donations. Thank you to our moderators. Thank you all so much. Uh, Journey to the Truth and Alara from uh, One Foot in 5D. Uh, Nicole, so then can you tell us when, where can we find you? I know we have the links in the bio here below, but just so people can know, where can we find your work? How can we get in touch with you? Because you're just a wonderful light to, to this planet <laughs> um, and then to this community as well. Thank you. Uh, well, I've got my website. It's just NicoleFrolic.com. Uh, and there you'll find access to everything. My YouTube channel is where I'm mostly active, uh, but um, and I'm 
constantly like trying to put out three to four videos a week, uh, depending on like, you know, the podcast or whatever that might be. Um, and if you're interested in joining a community of like-minded people where you feel alone and you don't know what you're going through or you do know what you're going through, but you want to be able to share your experiences and you have no one to share it with, my alchemy program was specifically designed for that. Uh, we've got quite a big group now and um, everyone's forming really super strong bonds. They've taken it upon themselves to start their own intuitive group where they get together one night a week and they start focusing on enhancing their own intuitive gifts. And I'm like so proud of them. I'm like, man, you guys are, you guys take an initiative. I'm like so proud of you. Uh, and um, so I have that. And then of course the Starseed Technology classes are every other Monday. And our second, our next one is on February the 8th, I believe, which is that Monday. And uh, those are at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can access that from my website as well um, uh, to, to join the class. And yeah, I think, I think, that's it and um yeah if you want to work with me like i do coaching um inner child healing tarot readings all of that uh that's all on my website my website's the best place to go <laughs> okay and that's just nicolefralic.com right yeah so okay yeah. wonderful wonderful guys well thank you so much for coming on nicole thank you again everyone for joining this live stream and for your patience because it's my first live uh so Thank you. If you guys want to like, subscribe, and share this video with all the people you know, I would gratefully appreciate it. Um, things that are going with 90 degrees, I am about to start building a website and it's going to be like a hub for everything so you'll know where to find me so it won't matter if YouTube does its own thing, if Facebook goes away, if Instagram decides to censor things. Um, I do have a Telegram group so I'm sure you guys know that everyone has a Telegram group now. So. I've also jumped onto that train, so if you feel like checking me out there, you can. Um, we are doing some cool stuff lately. I don't know if you'll be able to see this, but there's like a cool pyramid here. It's an orgone generator. Um, I think you can see it better that way. But this is something really cool that we're going to probably be selling on the website when it gets up and running. It's got all these different uh, layers you can see between different metals and a beautiful crystal, quartz crystal on the inside. Uh, it's kind of big, you can see. Um, but this is if you guys are interested in some cool products, we'll also be having that in the shop there. Um, just give me a little time to make it, the site, and we'll have it up and running. So thank you, Nicole, uh, for coming on to this talk. It's been wonderful and so wonderful to connect, reconnect again after Sedona. So, okay. so thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone, have a wonderful evening, um, and we'll see you on the next episode. Okay, bye.